house. Now he worked as a hospital porter, and because he was so strong and didn't put up with any nonsense, the patients loved him. No one was ever kept waiting on a trolley in the corridor when Ulf was on duty. He just put his huge hairy hand on the handle of the trolley, and with a great cry of, Out of my way! he shot off, with the patient shouting gleefully as they passed everybody else. The hag and the troll were good friends, and by the time they had drunk three cups of tea, they felt better. After all, when so many unusual creatures were going through bad times, losing their homes, doing jobs they would never have thought of doing in the olden days, it was wrong to grumble. And life at 26 Whipple Road was really not too bad. "'Where's Gertie?' rumbled the troll, spearing a sausage. "'Still in the bathroom, I suppose?' The hag nodded. She's had a bit of trouble with her lip. She tried to kiss a frog she found in a pet shop because she thought it might turn into a prince, but it was the wrong kind of frog and she came up in awful blisters. The troll was not surprised. People were always being brought into the hospital with blisters from kissing the wrong kind of animal. Gertie was an enchantress, though you wouldn't think it to look at her. She was a rather silly girl, but she had a kind heart and the hag was fond of her. The other lodgers at Whipple Road were sisters, henkies, those fairies who limp and have hollow backs. They worked as dinner ladies in a school and were no trouble at all. There was also a man called Mr Prendergast, an absolutely ordinary man without a trace of magic in his blood. He had been living in the house when the hag took it over, and he saw no reason to leave. They were all sitting round the kitchen table when the postman came by with an exciting letter. It was an invitation to the summer meeting of unusual creatures, which was just a week away. Everyone was pleased. The summer meeting was important. It was there that they were told what the holiday task was going to be, and it was always something nice. Last year they'd all gone to the seaside at South End to put the evil eye on a plague of jellyfish, which was bothering holidaymakers, and they had spent a happy week in the Grand Hotel. The year before they'd gone to Scotland in two charabangs to deal with a gang of cattle rustlers which was threatening a herd of highland cows. The scenery had been quite beautiful, and everyone had come back feeling strong and well. It was always fun, the summer task, It meant that they met all the other unusual creatures like themselves and had a break from their daily lives. And the meeting gave them a chance to dress up a bit and show that they were still important. I'll go and tell Gladys, said the hag, so that she can prepare herself. Because the hag was a kind of witch, most hags are, one way or another, she had a familiar, an animal that helped her with her magic. The hag had brought Gladys with her from the dribble, and they'd been together for years. Gladys was a toad. She lived in the backyard under a stone, and had grown fat on the worms and beetles that the hag's lodgers brought her. So now the hag went out to give Gladys the good news. "'We're off to the meeting next week, Gladys,' said the hag, and waited for her to come out for her worm and look pleased. But Gladys did not move. "'Did you hear me, Gladys?' asked the hag. It's the summer meeting on Saturday. Gladys came out from under the stone. She came out very, very slowly. She opened one eye. Then she shut it again and said a single word. Tired.
being tired, said the hag crossly. I'm tired, everyone's tired. London's full of people who are tired. They got tired in the war when their houses were bombed and food was rationed and all that, and they've been tired ever since. But we have to do our work. Gladys did not shake her head. Even toads who are familiars find it difficult to do that because their necks are so thick. All she did was repeat the same word. Tired. Gladys had never been a nice toad, but this didn't matter. Familiars aren't meant to be nice, they are meant to be powerful. Now she turned her back on the hag and began to crawl towards her stone. Are you telling me you aren't coming to the meeting? cried the hag. Gladys did not answer, but her back end looked obstinate and nasty. But I can't go without a familiar. It's impossible. I should feel undressed. I should feel...